What's going on, everybody? John Vandaloo here uh, at the Realtor Podcast, Realtor Entrepreneur Podcast. Got to make that correct. Uh, I'm really excited to venture into this media outlet. Uh, I've been talking about, you know, getting a podcast going for uh, quite a long time. And I finally just dove. I finally just, I just, I just finally did it. And I think that is, you know, a lot about that is what I want to talk about on this podcast. Um, you know, in my title, The Entrepreneur, and the things you got to do if you want to simply get moving uh, in your side hustle, your side business, or, you know, if you're coming out of college uh, or out of high school, or maybe you're in high school, you know, it doesn't matter uh, where you are, or what your starting point is, uh, but I want to encourage people. I want to help motivate and inspire people to do what they're passionate about. Uh, start that business that they've been thinking about for the last five, ten years. You know, if it's on your heart, if it's in your mind. Uh, I want to encourage you to get it out. You know, you, I really want to see people prosper. I really do want to see people have their lives changed. And I think a lot of it is in your mindset. Your mindset is everything. I, that's something that I've been learning. Uh, this past year in my personal experience. So, excuse my sniffles, guys. It's uh, kind of the January weather. It's causing this my nose to run a little bit, so just excuse that. But no, uh, you know, I wanted this podcast to be, you know, obviously uh, a platform for me to discuss my real estate uh, business uh, in the Chippewa Valley, and hopefully I can get some listeners in the area that will hear what I say and Decide, hey, yeah, that that guy knows what he's talking about, <laughs> and uh, we'll give him a try. But uh, also, it's really just this is I wanted a platform to be able to just speak my speak my words, uh, express and tell the world who I am, tell people who I am in a in an audio format. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts lately, and <clears throat> I think it's a I think it's a really it's just a really awesome way to consume media when you're driving, uh, if you got to commute to work. So I just see the benefits of doing something like this. And hey, you know, if you like listening to my voice, you like the words that I say, uh, I'm glad that we can share in this and that you can enjoy this. But I really want to encourage uh, all you listeners out there to get started on something yourself. Uh, and, and, you know, that's like I said, that's what this whole year has been for me. It's been taking that first step uh, not knowing where that step is going to lead you, uh, but still nonetheless taking that first step. And, you know, if you don't know what you're doing, you don't know what you're saying, you don't know, uh, you know, where to go from where you're currently at, that's okay. Uh, a part of venturing out, a part, you know, a adventure is exploring the unknown. It's it, whether that be uh, in the physical realm or within yourself. Uh, I think there's a lot of things about myself that I've discovered uh, in my personal journey. And, you know, I would have never known. I would have never known this uh, certain things about myself if I wouldn't have, you know, took the leap, took the jump, took that first step. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's really exciting uh, when you start discovering things about yourself. And it's really fun when you start to, uh, when you just make those decisions and then things start to go right. Uh, I've had a lot of things go wrong. <laughs> I think we all have experienced that in life uh, where things just, no matter what you do, things 
will go wrong. Uh, you know, it, just for example, uh, in my personal life the other day, I, so I have like two of my tires on my car are pretty bald and I need to change them. I, I need <laughs> to change my tires and I've been just kind of pushing it off, pushing it off, pushing it off. It's like, whatever, I, you know, just like, I'll, I'll get some new tires here soon, but I want to just wait, you know, pinch the penny, you know, pinch, pinch the pennies, excuse me. And it's, and, and then I'm pulling my SUV into my garage and, you know, these bikes that my wife put on uh, Facebook marketplace to get rid of, they're kind of, they were kind of like cockeyed and I ran over it and the pedal blew through my SUV tire and that tire essentially cost the same as the two tires that I would have needed. And I couldn't hesitate on that. You know, I, I had to go get that tire replaced right away. And I come back and I'm just like, of course, this is how it happens, you know, and just kind of feeling a little upset or a little like, just come on, really? Like this has got to happen right now. And, you know, my wife, Hannah, she just looks at me and goes, this is life. You know, like this is, it, this is how it always goes. And and that is absolutely true. That is how life goes. We're trying to, I'm trying to foolishly like prolong the life of my tires on my car and, and then I blow a tire in my other car and I have to get that replaced with no questions. I can't let that just sit because it's not bald. It's completely, I mean, it went flat instantly. The, the, the rip in the tire was like four inches across. I, unbelievable. Unbelievable. So that was my experience uh, two days ago. Uh, but that's just how life is. And, uh, you know, for listeners out there who know who I am, I'll give a little background. I was a college dropout. I went into college uh, 2008, the fall semester of 2008 at UW-Stout. And I was excited, but I also was undecided. I didn't know what I was there for. I didn't know what I was, uh, I didn't know what I was going to do. I just knew that everyone went to college. Uh, everyone that had kind of the aspirations or the ambitions that I had, you go to school. Uh, so, you know, I got approved for my student loans and I was living on campus. I was, you know, eating the lunch program. So it was like the full, the full hurrah, the everything about it. And, you know, by the end of the fall semester, there were, there were some things happening in my personal life. I decided to drop out of college to just work and, you know, make money and get started as an adult that way. I was working at McDonald's at the time. So I got that in my back pocket. Yep, McDonald's. I worked there, backline. Uh, oh, man, that job. That just gives me anxiety to think about. Uh, but I got an apartment uh, in Stanley. I was, you know, 18 years old, uh, about to turn 19, working at Mickey D's, uh, just kind of like living the bachelor life with my friends in an apartment. It was three of us that got the apartment and there's a lot of people I'm sure if, uh, from the local area that remember that apartment. We had a lot of people over there often. Uh, I kind of dove into, you know, a drinking phase. I think a lot of people go into a drinking phase at that time. We live in Wisconsin guys. Don't judge me too much. Uh, but it was blur. It was kind of a blur. Uh, I was in a metal band uh, at that time, and we were, you know, 
trying to make things work in that regard, which that's another thing that really bothers me about like the maturity of where I'm at now and what I'm doing now, not only from like an artistic standpoint, I almost cringe sometimes when I listen to the words that I wrote back then, but also the idea of running it as a business. And if I would have known what I know now back then, our band would have gotten a lot bigger. And that bothers me a little bit to think about. But anyway, you know, we had a we had a good couple years. I think it was like three years, and I wouldn't even discredit college. I met uh, some you know lifelong friends at that semester that I went there. Uh, you know, the eight thousand dollars worth of student loan debt that I had was it worth meeting these friends? Yeah, I think so. Uh, so I'm an optimist. I look at everything as half full. Uh, I'm an extreme optimist, actually. I mean. There is, I don't think there is anything in this world that can te- actually tear me down uh, or, you know, t- actually take the steam out of what I'm trying to accomplish. Uh, I don't need people to believe in me. I like when people believe in me, but I don't need it. Uh, I believe in myself and I keep moving forward in that regard. So <clears throat> I think there that that's, uh, that's an important quality. You know, if you want to be an entrepreneur or, you know, you have the millionaire aspirations, you want to be a millionaire or, you know, you want to make a good amount of money or you want to get out of that, the, the, the normal economic grind of factory work or, you know, fast food work or whatever it is that you're doing retail. You want to get out of that cycle and start your own business. You have, you do have to have some self-awareness about what you, you know, how strong are you? Uh, how, how much do you believe in yourself? Because I will say, not no one else is gonna believe in you, uh, and that and that quite possibly is a slight over exaggeration because you might have a small circle of people that believe in you, or at least say they believe in believe in you to your face, but there is a there's a certain quality of feeling alone as an entrepreneur. Uh, you believe in something heavily. Uh, you start working towards that and everyone around you just kind of looks at you and goes, you know, like, what the heck are you thinking? You know, why don't you just go get a normal job? Why don't you just pay your bills the normal way? And, you know, if you, if you felt anything like me during that, there's just this, I don't know, is like this undying, it, there's just, the, there was just this energy that was just kind of bubbling uh, within my soul that was truly, uh, motivate it was motivating i it, it i can't really explain it it just felt like a part of who i was um i knew that i could do i know that i can do great things and i don't think that i can do those same great things at the scale that i want to do if i go and get a normal job again uh so that's really where i ventured out into entrepreneurship i i just had this uh belief in myself belief that i could make a difference make a big difference uh, and help as many people as I can. Now, just a little background. Uh, after the McDonald's, I I think it was 2000, I think it was 2010, May 2010, I ended up getting a job uh, at TTM in Chippewa Falls. I put, you know, eight years in there. I climbed the ladder. I, you know, I was a trainer there. I trained a lot of people over the years. I ended up becoming a technician. Um, which just kind of furthered my training. I was kind of an expert at everything in my department. 
uh, cross-trained just cr across everything. I then made the jump from technician to supervisor over my department. Uh, I think it was like within 10 months. Uh, it was the fastest anyone has ever jumped from, uh, you know, just an, just an operator on the floor to a technician to a supervisor. Uh, and I was also one of the youngest supervisors. Uh, I was the youngest supervisor there for the for a year uh, <clears throat> until another uh, buddy of mine got promoted. But it was so, you know, making that jump, I, I really took on the responsibility uh, when I was the technician, uh, a supervisor. And I'm going to do a shout out to Chip Eckes. Uh He was a great mentor there for a little bit. I know he's at Mason Shoes now uh, as a director. And uh, I, I just loved his, I, I just loved what he did uh, as my boss. And he gave me, he kind of gave me the floor. He just, as he kind of, his exit interview, he just kind of walked out. Uh, he gave me the floor. He just said, hey, John's uh, John's doing a great job underneath me. He's kind of showed me the way to be a supervisor because he was kind of a new supervisor coming out of a different position as well. So I was kind of teaching him the department and uh, he was kind of mentoring me how to be a good supervisor. And the give and take of that relationship, I thought I felt I grew a lot during that uh, short period of time. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, the company gave me, gave me the, gave me the shot and I excelled in my position. Um, I had a great time being a supervisor there. I, I, like I said, I'm a, I'm a guy who looks at everything as a glass half full. Uh, even though there was a lot of political nonsense going on, uh, you know, the hierarchy of the company, there's a lot of things I just don't believe in there. There's a lot of, I, I mean, I would say corruption, uh, but I, I, I don't want to speak out of place. There, there's just a lot of broken things uh, in how the company kind of does what it does. And I, I think a lot of businesses suffer from this. It's not just them. It There, there is a magnitude of places because this is stuff that, you know, I, I consume content regularly on LinkedIn and, uh, you know, like Simon Sinek, uh, he's, a, he's a speaker in the business world. He's he go watch his content. If you haven't watched Simon Sinek's content, go find him on YouTube or I think he has podcasts too. Uh, definitely give him a listen, he, especially if you're aspiring to become leadership or management. Uh, you know, in the workforce, he his words are just amazing. But anyway, so the things he talks about is just things that I felt were missing uh, all around. And, you know, things kind of things kind of took a turn, and I have more of this story that I will elaborate on in the future. I'm not going to go into it on this podcast uh, or any podcast anytime soon, uh, but there were some things uh, that, that, that happened that were tremendously crippling, let's just put it that way, and I ended up losing my job there, and... You know, I was pretty bitter about it at first. I, you know, I had a lot of issues. I still have some underlying issues uh, with what happened and how it happened. And just, I felt like, you know, how could one of the highest reviewed supervisors of 2018, which that's what I was told when I was given the review, was one of the highest, I was in the top 10%. And I was training two supervisors. I mean, I'm not, I'm 28 years old. I'm one of the youngest supervisors there ever. I'm training two supervisors. 
I'm one of the highest reviewed supervisors. My department had the best retention rate, employee retention rate of any, uh, you know, of any department there on third shift, which is just unbelievable. So, I mean, the best retention rate on and off shift, on the overnight shift, that is, that is, uh, I think that's one of the most proudest statistics that I can share. Uh, people then people enjoyed working for me. Uh, and yeah, it, it kind of got taken away from me unfairly, I felt. So there was, there was some of that bitterness and I, you know, came out of that and I decided to do nothing for the first month. <laughs> uh, you know, I, 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 you know, signed up for the unemployment, uh, and I didn't know what to do. You know, you know, when you're in your late twenties, you put the better portion of a decade in at a place and that gets taken away from you. You sit back and you think about what is going on. Like, what is my next step? I have no idea. You know, it was like I was 18 again and college was in front of me and I'm undecided, you know, like there's just that feeling and I can't be alone on this. Uh, this has to be a feeling uh, for some of you listeners out there who've ever lost a job, especially a job where you've spent a lot of time at. So, you know, I spent the first month kind of not doing much. Uh, I did toss my resume in a few places, but I wasn't like wholeheartedly looking. Uh, but then I started to, then I started putting my application in places and I, and I got my resume good and you know, I, I went into, there was one place I interviewed at, I went in like three rounds deep of interviews. I got, you know, shown around the facility. I had a pretty close relationship for the, during that like week or two week period with the HR representative there at the company. And the pay was going to be excellent. The hours would have been excellent. The work itself would have been excellent. It was kind of like this job that I would, I would, I wanted, I wanted uh, and you know, after, after the third interview, it just kind of dissolved. It just kind of went they, or they dissolved the position. They're like, we're not going to go forward with this position. We apologize. You know, if it opens up in the future, we'll give you a call. Uh, so there, that happened. And that, that was, that was, I was really upset about that. And not like, not like derailed upset, but I was, you know, it was a little depressing. I, I really wanted to work there. Uh, it sounded like I was the first pick and it didn't happen. Uh, again, that's how life works, guys. That's just things in life go that way sometimes and you can't put any blame on anybody. Um, it's just how things go. And, you know, so I kept applying at other places, but I was so unmotivated by uh, most of the jobs that I was applying for. It was just, you know, an unemployment rate's pretty low in the Chippewa Valley. Uh, so, you know, when you're looking for a job, there's not a lot of openings. Do I want to be a route driver? Do I want to be a supervisor at another company? Um, I went in and had a, I, I, I had a bad interview, uh, two different places. It, I, maybe it wasn't bad, but in my eyes, it was bad. I, 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 I don't know. I'm good at giving interviews. I mean, I used to interview people, and, you know, I see what works, what doesn't work. I would say that I'm a good communicator. So I'm sitting there and, you know, give my interview and I walk out and I go, man, what was that? You know, what happened? I thought I was good at giving interviews. I don't know. So I applied at like 30 or 40 other places. Guys, I'm not alone in this. I know there's some of you guys out here listening that, that have experienced this. There's no way that I'm alone. 
so if you have, please reach out to me on Facebook or or uh, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter. I'm on all the platforms, guys. So just follow me across the board. Uh, I post content on all of it regularly. But that's enough of a plug on that. Uh, going forward, I I kind of sat back and I started digging into, uh, you know, like having it uh, starting an online store. Uh, I kind of looked at social media as this amazing tool that we have. Like, why aren't, why aren't I using social media for, for business benefits? And there's obviously an infinite amount of audience. So I kind of studied, uh, web design a little bit. I studied, uh, you know, like wholesale retail distribution, um, drop shipping, uh, graphic design. I ended up kind of st- uh, studying. I'm not next. I'm not, I'm not extremely gifted in graphic design, web design, or anything like that. But I am able to do it now, which I wasn't able to do before. And I kind of built my store. You know, at that point, it was just kind of a, I'm just going to test the waters. I'm going to test the waters here, see what happens. Because I I got time right now. I got time. Uh, At that same time, I started my real estate school. Uh, my classes, my online classes through the WRA, the Wisconsin Realtors Association, uh, and I kind of started going through that. Uh, as I as I kind of studied the patterns of online marketing and online, uh, you know, retail or e-commerce. Excuse me, I'll just I'll, I'll refer to it as its proper name, e-commerce. I started understanding the algorithm of Facebook and Instagram, and how fine-tuned the machine learning of the technology that we now have is. And that really opened my eyes. I really started seeing, uh, it was kind of like the money signs just started cha-chinging in my, in my eyes. You know, it, it, the, you, the machine learning, the algorithms that are out there, are, it, it's, an, it's amazingly advanced technology. And you know, if you have the right product, you can go viral. Uh, with it. And I recognized this and I kind of pursued this at, at this time. Uh, but then I was also working in, uh, you know, the people around me, my, my sphere of influence, the people, my friends, my family, uh, you know, I, that was really trying to get people to believe in me in this and they didn't, (laughs) at least they didn't believe me with their actions. And that hurt, you know, that, that hurt. And that was, me discovering what entrepreneurship was all about because I didn't want to stop. I wasn't going to stop. Nope. Nope. Absolutely not. This only is putting a hotter fire within me to keep going. So after I learned about the machine learning and the algorithms that are available to uh, marketers, you know, advertisers on social media platforms... I started studying digital marketing and social media marketing. And uh, I reconnected with a college friend who is extremely gifted in web design, graphic design, uh, you know, front end, back end, kind of the whole full stack. He's a full stack developer. Uh, And he has a business, his own business, and he is also been, he also has been building a second business. So I kind of come in the door after 10 years of not seeing him, uh, he's living in the area. It's like, hey, you're kind of an answer to my prayer. You want to get together and start working on some of the stuff. So we started working on some of the stuff. 
And, you know, that's where I kind of moved into digital marketing. But I realized that sales, sales is very difficult. You know, selling what you have to sell to a complete stranger, man, that's a difficult thing. That's a difficult thing, especially when the price tag on your service is four digits. Uh, it's that's a high ticket. That's a high ticket item. You know, it's not just selling a, you know, ten dollar teapot. It's you're trying to convince someone that I understand how to market your business on Facebook. Most businesses aren't even on Facebook. I mean, they're on Facebook, but they're barely active on Facebook. They're not creating a brand uh, on the platforms. And uh, yeah, I saw the. I saw the opening. I saw the door open. I, I, I coming from the background of supervision too. Uh, I really enjoyed helping people. I enjoyed um, coaching people. I was a trainer. I was. I'm a natural trainer. I love seeing people thrive uh, in the workplace. I enjoy seeing people uh, getting the best out of people. You know, I don't want. I don't want lukewarm. I want fire. Uh, I want. You know, and I always helped my team do that. I was very intricately in tune with the people that I worked with, my, my, uh, you know, employees. So I knew that there was an opportunity and this is also why I wanted to, I didn't want to get bogged down or held down in another system, in another company. I want to be free range. I want to be able to help as many people as I can with the gifts that I have. I know that I have these gifts. So how do I, how do I communicate or convince other people that I have these gifts and I, and I'm an honest and trustworthy individual and I want to put in the work for you. Um, but I recognized that sales was really difficult. Sales was really hard. So I was still doing my real estate, uh, classes online. I decided to finish that up. Make sure to finish it up because I almost didn't. I was thinking maybe I don't want to be a real estate agent, even though it is a field of work that I enjoy. I kind of wanted to get my digital marketing business going, but sales, it was about sales, guys. I jumped into, uh, I kind of just put the digital marketing on hold, went full stop into the real estate industry uh, because a Dyna Realty, I chose a Dyna Realty. I chose to work with a Dyna Realty because of um, just the business that is a Dyna Realty. Uh, Berkshire Hathaway, you know, it's a Warren Buffett affiliated. Well, he owns it, um, but it, it, just the company itself is solid. It's a solid, solid real estate um, uh, home services company. Uh, they, it's a full stack. They got everything. And their digital presence, their digital marketing presence is off the charts compared to everyone else in the industry uh, from just my initial research. And now that as, an, as an affiliated business partner with them, as an agent through them, I am seeing that, yes, I made the right choice. That is absolutely true. Their digital marketing presence is by far, in a way, way higher than any other brokerage, especially in the area. But I think nationally if i'm not mistaken it might be nationally they're like the the standard like they are the leaders uh but i could be wrong so don't quote me on that but anyway i i plug myself in there uh the training materials that come with it the digital marketing presence 
the sales, you know, like learning sales is something that I needed to bolster. I needed to get out of my comfort zone and I needed to be thrown into a networking system uh, that could help me sharpen my, the tools that I have. So, you know, I want to help people. That's the main thing. I want to help people uh, is with whatever they need help with. Um, but as a professional, you know, you have to pick and choose a little bit. Uh, I want to help people buy a home. I, you know, I bought my first home when I was 24. Uh, you know, friends always coming over. I, I remember talking about it at work, like, hey, you need to stop renting. You need to get into a home. It's something me and my wife are really passionate about. It's something that we always talk about. Uh, so that's kind of like why, why real estate, becoming a real estate agent made sense to me. I'm a, a people person. I'm a communicator. Uh, I love uh, being on my own, getting my own work done and kind of that entrepreneur lifestyle. That's something that I've always been, uh, gifted at and something that's always been kind of on my mind. So, uh, helping people buy their home, helping people understand, uh, helping negotiate homes and just being, having the ability to freely give people my service is it feels good. Uh, that's, I I'm really enjoying, um, I'm really enjoying being a realtor and I want other people to realize that, Hey, you know, if you lose your job and you think it's over or you don't know where to start again, get introspective on yourself. Look, look within yourself. Like what, what do you enjoy? What are you okay with doing? Uh, if you don't like structure, you don't like being held down, Explore the options, guys. Explore the options that are out there. Find out, you know, what you're passionate about. Find out what you want to do with your life, and don't and don't compromise. Don't compromise. I compromise way too long, uh, and part of me regrets that quite a bit. Uh, but I'm still young. I recognize that, so it, it's okay that I compromised and, and woke up uh, before it was too late because I love what I do. I love what I'm doing right now. And I want other people to love what they're doing. And I want to see people thrive off of what they love doing. Uh, and if you're happy, you know, with your work, that's how it should be. Because honestly, the grind guys, the, the normal American capitalistic grind every day, doing the same thing, almost like a drone in a lot of cases, is not good for you uh, if you're not self-aware. If you love going to work, by all means, go to work. Love it. I used to love going. I used to love going to work because of the people. Because of the people that work there, I loved talking to everyone there. I loved it. I loved it. Love you guys. Uh, if you're listening, I enjoyed almost every minute of working with you guys, but. Did I want to come? Did I want to completely start over in a new business? Absolutely not. Did I want to start start over in a company whose work culture is, may you know, if I'm lucky at par with where it should be, which is most often not the case. No, I did not. I thought to myself, I want to help as many people as I can, and I don't want to be held back by any set of structures or already built. You know, yeah, I just didn't want to be held down. And uh, being a real estate agent, I'm my own boss. I get to help anybody that messages me on social media. 
regardless of them buying a house through me or selling their house through me. If they need help with credit, I can help them with like understand credit cards, uh, you know, teaching people how to, you know, flip and make some money on the side or just start their own business. That is who I want to be. Uh, and this podcast is going to be a lot about this, guys. But I'm going to be continuing to tell my story. I'm going to cut this off here now. Uh, I've been talking for 32 minutes now. And, you know, I just got to understand there's going to be tomorrow. There's going to be another day. And we take once we take one day at a time as entrepreneurs, guys. If you're listening, well, not even just as entrepreneurs. Just take one day at a time, people. You got to take one day at a time. Uh, but... I want, I want you guys to listen. I want you guys to understand that you have more potential than what you think. You have more, absolutely more potential than you think you do. Uh, and there is so much more for you if you recognize what you're gifted in, the, the skills that you have, the passions that you have, what sets your soul on fire, can you make a living out of it? If it sets your soul on fire, I guarantee you can make a living from it. You just got to share it with the world, guys. And you need to do it at a big enough, in a big enough way. Make a big enough splash that enough people see who you are, hear who you are, and share in what you are passionate about. So, guys, that is going to end it today. Uh, like I said, I'm going to be adding content on here regularly. I'm going to try and do it daily, but it might not be daily right away. But I'm saying right now, I'm going to try and make it daily. So that is my goal, guys. Hold me to it. Uh, if a podcast does not show up on a day, you better reach out to me on social media and you know give me a heads up. Say what's up. Because I want, I want to have engaged listeners. I want to have people that obviously are following my podcast. Um, but if you're just dipping your toe in, guys, I appreciate you listening through this up until here at the end. Uh, I appreciate you guys. And um, I will talk to you guys later. All right. Have a good day.